0: Ivan Klima is a renowned writer from the Czech Republic. Among his novels are Love and Garbage, Judge on Trial, and No Saints or Angels. His memoir, My Crazy Century, spans six decades that included war, totalitarianism, censorship, and the fight for democracy. My Crazy Century reflects on Ivan Klima's remarkable life while also looking at this critical period of 20th century history. From World War II to the oppressive grip of communism, from the brief hope of freedom during the Prague Spring of 1968 to the eventual collapse of the regime in 1989, velvet revolution klima's revelatory account contemplates the ways in which this crazy century led mankind astray and impacted the lives of not only klima's generation but today's generations still grappling with totalitarian societies so Let's start with the prologue. In the prologue, you say that the Communist Party, or more precisely the Communist Movement, is a criminal conspiracy against democracy. And that rings so true today when you look at what Putin and Russia are doing to undermine Western democratic elections. So perhaps you could just expand a bit on this conspiracy.
1: I don't like speak about any conspiracy because the Soviet Union is not strong enough to subvert the democratic system in the West. I hope that it will be the other way around, that the democracy will more or less remove this remnants rem- rem- of of totalitarian system, which is still in, the, in contemporary Russia. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's the question that's sort of hard to answer. Why didn't the Russian people rise up and revolt against dictatorship like other Eastern European countries? Why do you think they still uh, under
1: Russians are different people than the people in Poland, in Hungary, in Czech Republic are much more influenced by democracy coming from the West and much more influenced by the French Revolution uh, at the end of 18th century. Russia is too far and too close to their own history, to their own tradition. So it's it's a great difference between Eastern Europe and Russia.
0: So you think it's the history, but are the people more docile or are they just dumber? Why do you think they haven't embraced...
1: You mean Russian people?
0: Democracy, yeah.
1: They are under influence of their own tradition, which has no democracy at all in the Russian tradition. Or they have maybe a few months in, in 1917. Today, quite different situation in our republic because we have some democratic tradition from the from all Aust- Austrian Empire and from the First Republic, Mazarik, Benesh, and the democratic leaders. So it's an entirely different situation, in, even in Poland. Mm-hmm. So Russia is something quite different.
0: And Putin, of course, is as popular
1: as ever. Vladimir Putin is popular in Russia. Yeah. Why not? He's a strong, strong man. And probably he, he developed some eco- economical improvement in Russia. He's very capable politician.
0: No, I think he's a very capable politician. I think he's very shrewd. Yeah, he knows how to manipulate people. There's a passage on page 22 where you wonder why you weren't murdered as a child along with your friends. You lost all your friends. That must have really affected the way you lived the rest of your life. How, How did it affect your life?
1: It's difficult for me to judge. Maybe... Less than you should should think. More or less, I tried to close the book of my childhood and started a new new book after the war. So I don't think very much about the, the very past, it means about, the, about the war, about the, about the uh, concentration camps, about Terezín and so Even I don't dream about it in my dreams. Nearly never, nearly never. And I don't think about it. As children, we, we had played with the ball, and I have I had friends there, the friends, and of course all of them were killed. That's true, truth. So I had to find new friends after the war because only one of them survived, and then and he didn't live in Prague, so so I. I had no friends from the war times. They, all of them were killed, or nearly all of them were killed. So I had to find new friends, which I succeeded, and I lived more or less normal life. I really succeeded to close the book of, of the past.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awful when you think of it, that all your friends just disappeared, and you don't know why, and, and why did you survive? I, that's the question you ask. I survived
1: probably by the mistake of SS, because of my father. My father was, in one moment, SS leaders of the the camp. They got the order from Berlin that he's, he's a scientist and he should be especially sent to some studio or something like that. They, of course, didn't understand anything. But they had, they had the feeling that was something special in the fate of my father. Also that in reality he was sent to another camp, in some special bureau or something like that, which should develop some new machines for the army. Never happened because, because the Russians were coming soon to the camp and they were evacuated. And, and I, I'm describing it in the book. So. So, nothing happened, but because of it, he stayed in the, in the Terezín.
0: Terezín, the concentration camp.
1: The Terezín yeah. was concentration camp, but it was my camp, I can say, in comparison with Auschwitz or some other camps. <coughs> so, you could survive Terezín. It well, was on the outskirts of Prague, right? Terezín is close to the frontiers, but it's 60 kilometers from Prague. It means 45 miles or So, it's close to Prague. There were two camps. One was uh, normal concentration camp for political prisoners, and the second was ghetto, which was only for Jews. Terezín is, is a uh, town which was built mostly for army in the 18th century. So there were some big barracks, maybe three or four, five barracks, I think. So we lived in barracks, and, and within One year, SS in German, they evacuated all civilians from the the whole city and the whole city was changed in the the ghetto. All houses were full with people. In such a room, about 20 people, I think. Yeah, yeah, in a room that's uh, 10 feet by
0: 15 feet by 20 feet. So, once, once the war was over, you experienced the thrill of a newly won freedom. Uh, perhaps you could explain how that felt. Sorry? The thrill of, of getting out of the concentration it was,
1: camp. It was, it was a wonderful experience. I was more than happy. I was ecstatic state when I left. I went through the gate, and I was free man. It was wonderful My How old
0: were you when you got out? Fourteen. So you you have a good memory of that.
1: Yes, of course.
0: I was struck by the fact that you mention forests throughout the entire book. You make odd references. There's a beautiful little passage. You said, now this is, I think you're talking about a woman that uh, that you had an affair with. But you said here, both of us adored nature. I had been deprived of entire summers during childhood and since then I've harbored the natural world in my thoughts like an articulated image in which forests merge with fields and fields with meadows and meadows with ponds. It abounds with nameless fragrant flowers and anonymous birds warble around. So why did you why did you yearn after the forest, do you think?
1: Forest for me it was it was open nature and was, uh, it was a f- fortress. So it was uh, it was it was really closed by Exotologicati. Wars? by wars and the PT that's pr they Seacop? So C-cope.
2: C-cope, yes. Ditch.
1: Ditch. 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 Ditch, yeah. yeah made it. Kind of like a moat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was entirely
0: a So you you associated forests with freedom then?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It well, was. And still, is, I like I like go to the forest the whole life. I am, my hobby is picking mushrooms.
0: How do, what does that mean? You, Nabokov had his butterflies and you've got your... No, butterflies, no, no, no. No.
1: But for me, are mushrooms.
0: What, how do you collect mushrooms? You just go out and, and pick them, and sometimes you eat them. And what do you do? Do you press them, or do you keep them, or not? Uh,
1: I keep them. Uh, it's uh, we use it mostly as, a, as a, in a dried, so called in mm-hmm. dried right. in the state. Did you store them somewhere? No, we yes, can. yes. You then eat then them it's dried. <laughs> I consume it in you. Maybe. Maybe I have it, I'm
0: not sure. Oh, okay. But now it's a print. What were we looking for there? Mm,
2: are no, no, mm, mushrooms. No,
1: no mushrooms. No mushrooms. So you hunt
0: them, You, you know, I guess there's different types of mushrooms that yes. taste different. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. And some are poisonous, so you wouldn't eat those.
1: Some, some are very poisonous. Yeah. You can kill really a lot of people with them. Uh, even with one piece of mushroom, you, you, you can kill one person. It's only one, which is very poisoned. You mentioned that in your book. I'm you sure. It's such a green amanita.
0: It's in Latin. Hmm. And they're still around Czech Republic?
1: Yes, many. So I, I, it's my hobby, so I know.
0: How many different
1: varieties of mushroom are there? Hundreds, if not thousands. So I, I know maybe, I don't know how many, seventy, forty, fifty. 40, 50, I can be sure about. Did you have a checklist, so you could,
0: when you saw one that you hadn't seen before, you checked it off your list? I,
1: I, have, I have many books on it.
0: Um, let's get back to your life, then. You left the concentration camp. You studied?
1: Not in the camp. I cannot study there. No. There few, maybe We had some school here, for maybe for two months. That's That right.
0: was all. Really nothing more. So you were behind when you got out of the concentration camp. You had to catch up. Uh,
1: I had one, one lady, which was a teacher in her private life. I tried to really... I started my, uh, my career as a writer in the camp. And, and somebody, I don't know who, Gave it to, uh, to this lady who was a teach, teacher of Czech language. She thought that I am gifted for writing, so she gave me some lectures in Czech language and in writing. Mm-hmm. So I had some schools even in the in the camp, really entirely private, only for me it was done, and it was it was really very generous from this lady because we, we couldn't pay her. For for these lectures.
0: And so, were you doing journalism, or were you writing short stories, or in, what, in when, the
1: camp? When I read some short stories, but not many. I didn't write many things in the camp. I wrote most when I came back uh, to Prague. And then you got into journalism. I was upset by writing, so I remember that when I came back from from sc- to school, I sit behind my table and I r- wrote a, a long fiction, mm. which was entirely... úplně jako no literatura. Brak.
2: Junk. Junk.
1: Junk. wasn't good? <laughs> <laughs> it was junk, yes.
0: you got to start somewhere, it's right? love,
1: love story. I It's a I, I had no girlfriend at the time, but I had—I I wrote a really, uh, love affair story.
0: It was wishful thinking. Yes, he wanted that. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. yes. You are correct.
0: Yeah. You were also. Well, let let me just quote here from the book. Why should people be left to the mercies of some coal barons and the like? who cared only about increasing their own profits. For them, the worker was merely a means. We needed a society that would ensure that nobody suffered, that people were able to live their lives with dignity. And so you joined the Communist Party because you believed that this is what it stood for, what it promised to deliver. And you followed your father doing that. Do you think you were naive? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: Very naive. Idealistic. But idealistic. You should take in consideration this atmosphere after the war. It was a very. It was such avalanche of left way thinking. It was not my specialty. It was really many of my. Friends of my age, but not so many. I remember that in my uh, in the years of my studies, when I was fourteen or fifteen, so we we made such something like elections in the in the school with the f- four parties, which were. Official parties of the time. We were only we had only four parties after the war. Mm-hmm. Before the war, we had twenty five parties or how many? Mm. But after the war, we had four parties. One was communist party, social democrats, and it was the left parties, left wing, and the right wing parties were were socialists and and the Catholic party. Catholic. So, Catholic party. Christian. church and Christian. church and
0: state were together?
1: No, it was. They were Catholic, but they were quite normal political party. But they were Catholic mostly. Yeah, in yeah. the leadership and, and in the their philosophy and political programs, they were influenced by Catholicism. Okay. Christian Democratic Party. Yeah. And Social yeah. Democratic Christian Party. Christian Democratic. Party. Christian Democratic Party.
0: So that was in your school. There was that. Yes. Election.
1: There were elections and. As I remember, the communists lost in in the school, <laughs> okay. but not not in the reality. No,
0: unfortunately, no. But they had uh, force, power behind them. So this moving forward a bit, the party booted your father out at at one point and imprisoned him.
1: Yes, all right.
0: And, and I, I enjoyed the quote where you, you said that the scientific... Re- he felt that the scientific research was more important than May Day activities. They were criticizing him for not participating in May Day activities. Okay. Yeah. And he said research is much more important than that.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: So he was bitter about that. Yes. And that must have been pretty disillusioning for you, too.
1: Yes, you are right.
0: And at that point... It was
1: very healthy for me. His disillusion helped me to find a solution even for me, that I was not uh, very enthusiastic about the Communist Party.
0: So you the scales were starting to fall off your eyes. Yes. Just as far as writing novels goes, you said that a person feels nowhere more free and at the same time more responsible than in the world of his own creation. Can you expand on that? Okay. That's what you said.
1: Probably it's... In translation it is. Let
0: me just see here. There's a... See
2: 159.
1: We can find the Czech equivalent. in just
2: need a pencil, No,
0: I like we're pencil, I There's freedom in, in your own imagination, but there's also responsibility. I'm just trying to get at what's the responsibility.
2: Uh, že ne,
1: odpovědnost. no
2: odpovědnost tě tví představivosti, že ty říkáš, že nejví... nejvíce člověk svolobený ve své představivosti, ale zároveň je tam určitě určitá zodpovědnost, tak koncept ta je ta zodpovědnost ve tvý představivosti. It's
1: a responsibility, it's yeah? it's a, a difficult question, What is responsibility. You should be responsible for all your activities for the way you are thinking, for the all, all questions which is bringing every day. That's responsibility. And...
0: But is it responsible to your own conscience?
1: Yes. Or... Yes, yes to your conscience mm-hmm. and maybe to some ideas you have. Some beliefs? Or some beliefs, yes. Some ideas. In, in, in the very beginning, I... Believed in some ideals of communism. Later, very soon, I believed in ideals which are most in Bible. The Bible. Bible. Like the Ten Commandments. Yes. Hmm. Yes, and in some quotation of Jesus. Of course, each place is important in Bible, but there are some some crucial crucial places which is validity forever. Validity. Validity forever or... Validity. Truth? Truth forever?
0: Truth. Okay, I've got another tough question for you, using your own words. And that is, I was learning that people's fortunes, if described in the key moments of their lives, say more about life, about its values, erroneous faiths and illusions, than lengthy meditations. So it was learning that people's fortunes, if described in the key moments of their lives, say more about life, about values, erroneous faiths, and illusions than lengthy meditations. that ring a bell? <laughs>
1: that's, that's it's his story. own
2: words, but not his own language. No, so. and it's,
0: well, it's also it's the translator's right. language, too. Right. So it,
1: Yes. Yeah. it? it, wait a minute.
0: might have a hard time finding the exact phrase, though, because it's not okay. probably not on the same... Oh, but it's also in some
2: context, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what,
2: what, 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 what chapter, chapter is it? What's uh, the chapter?
0: Let's see, it is...
2: It has two parts in it.
0: Oh, yes, it's right, it's longer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's shortened in English version. it's shortened yeah
1: here it is this not is not very much but it is it, this is uh, it looks like 11 It may I different. it's
2: to
0: Yeah different page for sure
1: It's a
0: it's a bit more than halfway through Yeah
1: 10 12 11 that's the, huh?
0: And in the beginning of that page there, it sort of says, I was getting ready to write my first novel, and I thought I would try to articulate my opinions on the meaning of life, love, and war, and justice. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the,
0: huh? mm-hmm. Now here I've got the same... Uh, this earlier quote that I gave you, it's on the same page. A person... Feels nowhere more free and at the same time more responsible than in a world of his own creation. That's on the same page. No, it's not. I mean, if we can't find it,
2: maybe
1: it's not in the original.
0: <laughs> maybe this is the translator's idea. He just slipped that in. You no,
1: know, it's a very, it was a very good translation. Yeah, no, I have to defend it.
0: I'm sure. Not to worry if we can't find it. I'll just move on. Let's get back to the Communist Party, and I'll just read a quote about stupidity. Since time immemorial, military service has combined drills, stupidity, and the unlimited suppression of any manifestation of intellectual ability, individuality, and freedom. The combination of this tradition with Russian brainlessness and communist illiteracy, however, resulted in something that exceeded all imagination, not to mention common common sense. It's beautiful
1: I think so. <laughs> Yes, that was my experience when I took part in some action of, of the highest circle of party which was organized for the, uh, they called it agitation, in the fields, I can say, in the uh, cities, small cities and villages. And I took part in it, and I was surprised. It was entirely uh, Potemkin village. They were sitting, playing cards, drinking beer, and doing nothing. Nothing else, but then they wrote about their activities, how they visited the village. It's no truth at all. So everything was such.
0: These were communist uh, party officials.
1: Yes, party yeah. officials in the in the districts. So I was surprised that it was everything was only only fairy tale. So uh, I was surprised that, uh, that really, that everything was fiction. Nobody went to the village, nobody sp- sp- spoke to people. Everything was only such a, such a fairy tale for high highest circle of the party. So it was for me, uh, I was a little surprised that it was such a, such a game.
0: Yeah, it was all lies. So how did that make you feel?
1: No, it was for me... Uh, it was such opening window to the reality because before the, I was studying at the university which is such a closed world and then I, when I entered the reality so I found that it's, everything was a fairy tale such a game
0: So did it make you want to change
1: things? If I intended to change the things
0: Were you uh, angry?
1: No, angry No, I wasn't angry I was I started to understand the reality, which was, for me, very important. I was happy that I opened the window to the reality. Truth. So, for me, it was, it was great, and I tried to use this discovery in my, in my writing.
0: You worked as an editor for Lidové Novini? Yes. When was that?
1: It was in the late 60s, 67, 68, as I remember. This okay. Is
0: line. One thing that stuck out for me is that it was a journal that, quote, masterfully combined all journalistic and literary genres. So it was it was not just a newspaper. It it also included.
2: It was a culture of eclipse. You know. Yes, and it had a and it
0: had a huge circulation.
2: Yeah, it was a culture politics because the culture in the Times played an important
1: role uh, in politics. It was a tradition of this country that the writers were something... To be a writer was something very important in the society. Somebody admired. Yes, somebody admired. So that was... It was a very high circulation, over 100,000 copies. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, that's extraordinary, having a cultural magazine. Cultural, was it a magazine or a newspaper?
2: No, it was a newspaper. It was a weekly newspaper. This newspaper was... Uh, it uh, was published by the, by the Writers' Union Association and uh, it was also very political,
0: not only. But there was, it was censored, though.
1: Everything yes, it was censored.
0: About this time you wrote your first play, The Castle, which has nothing to do with Kafka.
1: Just the title.
0: And the dialogue mirrored the entire absurdity of the reality in which we were all living. A metaphor for the ruling and untouchable party. Apparently when you wrote that, it just came out very quickly. It was uh, it was easy to write, is that true?
1: It was not difficult to write for me.
0: we wrote it quite quickly. Quite quickly. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Was there a motivation behind that?
1: Yes, of course it was political motivation for me. it was understood by, by audience entirely. There were many applause many during the Play and, and actors were very happy because it was not very often that it was such a, such answer from the, from the audience. It was a very political play in some way.
0: Well, you were surprised that it got approved to be put on.
1: I was surprised, and maybe uh, I wrote it that the main reason was that the main censor. I play. I was playing cards with him. It happened that, that the play was approved by the censorship because that I played the cards with this, with this man. You think so? I'm sure, I'm quite sure. So he liked you. He he, he thought I'm quite a quite good fellow, and he didn't understand it at all. I don't know. His profession was is it is not important. He, he was a, he was a worker by his profession.
0: And you don't you don't think he understood the metaphor? You don't think he
1: understood? No, he didn't understand anything. He was ah, okay. very I cannot say stupid, but very primitive.
0: The murderers, who were the unpunishable notables, could not let the one who testified against them live. Incidentally, that the play was put on in Germany, and you indicate that the Germans laughed at different places than the Czechs laughed at. Why was that?
1: It's true. That. So the Czechs, Czechs were laughing mostly on some political comments, political comments, comments. Or political, or sense, political, political sense of, of, of... And Germans are laughing entirely different. Oh, topics. that's right.
0: I think you mentioned that is, if someone kicks you in the, in the butt, they'll laugh at that. That's when they laugh, is when yes, someone...
1: Yes, you are right, yes, yes. slapstick, kind yes, of. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
0: Which is a pretty condescending way of Very looking at it. Very uh,
1: primitive reason for laughing. In that time, in this country, it was mostly some political... Some political Pointed
0: uh, yeah. comment. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Some political comments, yes.
0: Or... Isaac Deutscher, who who wrote uh, the book on Stalin. Yes. You uh, were impressed with that and you met him in in Britain. You learned a lot about the Stalin regime from that book, that Stalin was a tyrant. But he said, we must guard the idea of socialism and its undeniable advantages over capitalism.
1: He was a real communist. In his way of thinking, Stalin was not a communist. Stalin was a dictator. And he defended a real communism, which is this is fantasy and utopia. Anyway, he believed that it exists and he tried me to persuade me that it exists and we should fight for real communism. The ideal? The ideal, yes. He yeah. was fantastic, utopian. But he was an admirable person, very, very educated. And his book on Stalin could open the eyes of many people. He was very much influenced by Trotsky.
0: Yeah, this is a good one here. One of the most important questions in modern society is how to control power. So, what means can we use to control power?
1: Some democratic ways there, are some ways how to control power. One thing is free medias and, of course, freedom of, of speech for religions and freedom for political parties. Or I can say for democratic parties, I have not uh, entirely freedom for some nationalistic or some anti-democratic parties. It should be probably eliminated from the political life. But all democratic parties should, should be allowed and in some way supported by, by law. And are you comfortable with that that's the case in the Czech Republic today? Yes, we have. I guess we have democracy now. This is young generation here.
0: You know, one of the biggest problems with the democracy, in uh, at, least, at least from where I come from, is uh, apathy. Uh, only fifty percent of the population votes.
1: So we are in, in some way. It's a better better situation. It's no? Also
2: about fifty percent.
1: How many? Also, about fifty percent people are going to elections. Only fifty? No, no more. I am sure that a little more.
0: Still a bit. Of, there's still apathy, though, even though you, this country
1: is. Yeah, I being...
0: I'll move on to another question, and that is, you talk about um, in several places, literature is not political. I do not think the task of literature even though it is sometimes assumed so is to concern itself with politics and yet it seems to me that your your novels, although that's maybe not the primary motive, are very political
1: it's not in contradiction I must I only proclaim that it's not a, a main task or I main role of literature to be political. But in some periods of time, of history, they became political and it's okay. Also they sometimes they played political role, so that are not political at all inside, but it played political role because it's situation of society society that near everything is playing political, role or political. W- what
0: do you think then? The for you, what what are the ingredients that make for a great novel? Then
1: a great novel should be on human relations. That's the main main task for literature to describe compli- all complications of human relations. Mm-hmm. That's the main for the literature.
0: To help people through their own lives, or
1: it means relations uh, among the people are between men and women, between friends, between uh, between uh, man his 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 enemy, and so on and so on. It's uh, human relations. It's, it's the only subject for literature.
0: Well, that opens it or opens things up to. You you talk quite freely about an affair that you have in the memoir and yet it seems to me that you were kind of miserable in that affair. And then you talk about another affair but you stop very abruptly after the second affair saying I'm not going to talk about this. My question is why did you mention it in the first place then?
1: I must admit that I don't remember why. Okay.
0: You just felt like you wanted to be honest, but you didn't want to get into details because...
1: Mostly, I, I, it's not. You are right. It's, I don't like to really mention some details of of my own relations.
0: But as you say, you say that relations are the fundamental reason for novels.
1: Uh, yes, of course, relations, but it, it, it shouldn't. it shouldn't be... Your own relations between human relations, but you're learning. You're me. learning about
0: relations through your own experience.
1: Yes, it's based on my own experience, but mostly, if you are writing a fiction, more than fifty percent is invented. Maybe I I cannot say how many percent because it's not mathematics, it's literature. But most is invented, or it's so changed that it's not based on a real. A real experience,
0: but do you want it to be true to life? I would think you want, or do you? Does it even have to be true to life? To life,
1: but not to my own life. Not your own
0: life, okay. not necessarily autobiographical. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gorky's advice was to go among the people, and that's what you did as an orderly in a hospital. Yes. And were you a garbage man for a, a month?
1: maybe even a little less but i was yes
0: and what what did you learn from that
1: i used some experience i uh, they were very very interesting people in some way for me from the other bank of the river it was for me it was very very useful experience to meet them and mostly to observe their working activity it was real socialism in that time and really We were maybe two hours. We were paid for eight hours. But of course in socialist relations, so it was like maybe in the West like for two hours. But we were paid for eight hours. We were working for two hours. And the rest were sitting. Partly we were staying, discussing. Then we were sitting in the pub and so on. And we we were paid for six in the morning till two, two afternoon. So we stayed maybe the road, maybe for four hours, maximum. And the rest we were sitting in the pub.
0: (laughs) That doesn't speak too highly of socialism.
1: It was such a way of of working. It couldn't be probably in the factories, but in many small, small working places it was quite common. Because I was working in the hospital, as, as also mentioned there, so we were really working maybe for two or three hours per day instead of eight hours. Mm-hmm. And the rest where we were sitting in we a special room and we were sitting there and drinking and chatting.
0: The productivity wasn't too high.
1: Hmm.
0: It wasn't, no. I want to talk about um, and we're, I'm sort of winding down here. <laughs> okay. The U.S. And, and writers. Some of the writers that you met, uh, include uh, Arthur Miller and Philip Roth, you observed that they saw their society as uh, one that would perish of overabundance and objects had become goals in themselves to describe the United States. Did you agree with
1: that?
2: Because people were trying for the materialist stuff and the capitalism here too, so it's not really sure if that's something to agree with. Because at that time we wanted what they you had. had so. Yeah.
0: And now what?
1: Now, now what? what? Now we are. The Czechs are always in some c- kind of re- rebellion. Yeah, rebelling. Rebelling. A- yes. Okay. Against everything. They're always against, yes,
2: against uh, the regime, against uh, the
0: the, the government, against the system. Here's what you say about Philip Roth. I don't think any other author has written with such understanding and earnestness about the oppressive fate of Czech writers and Czech culture.
1: He was visiting mostly Czechoslovakia because he has friends here. He mostly visited us, and I invited my friends, writers, and we had such a common discussion, maybe 10 or even more people. And it was, for him, very interesting experience. And then he he wrote about it, and he tried to help most Czech intellectuals to improve their situation. He was very helpful, I must say. Mm. He even helped to find context for the writers to publish outside and so on. So he was he was extremely helpful person.
0: Just because he empathised with
1: your situation? With the persecuted people. As a Jewish writer, he has much more understanding for oppression than the normal, than all other people.
0: We talked earlier a bit about collecting, and you collect, you go mushroom hunting... Do you also collect old maps? Yes. How has that been? Is it still an, an interest? Was it a passion?
1: No, it was not a passion. I found that it's a very good way how to save your money. Because the old maps, they are valuable in each time. The money, you cannot believe in money. They can lose their value entirely overnight. So that was one of the reasons. You invested in old maps? Yes, you can invest money in your. And you didn't map. lose any money? You cannot lose your money.
0: You have to be smart, though. You have to know what you're doing to buy a genuine...
1: You should understand it. And you should find some shops where they didn't understand it.
0: <laughs> okay, that's the trick. Yes. Yeah, the problem is, of course, with the Internet, even though they're not experts, maybe they That's all know how much it's worth now.
1: Yes, you are right, but it was time Back without then. internet, yes. Yeah. I have some money. in It has its value for, I can say, forever. Because.
0: And you still have the maps?
1: Yes, I have. I don't want to bother you with my old maps, but I have it. <laughs> if you like to see it, I can show
0: you. Yeah, I'm a collector myself, so... You are
1: collecting maps? Not maps. No, not maps. No. But you are collecting...
0: Uh, it seemed like for a period I collected something different. Almost every month, I had a new idea about collecting uh-huh. different types of books, uh-huh. Theories or specific designers. Or uh, yeah, can you describe to me what samizdat literature is?
1: So samizdat exists only in the countries where is some, some censorship, which which doesn't allow to publish all kind of literature. So in this situation, when something is banned, or forbidden, so there are some people who are, some writers who are not published officially, and there are some people who are copying the manuscripts, sometimes in, in hundreds of copies, sometimes in tens of copies, 60, 70, 80 copies, mm. and it circulated It's some, some, market, black market, is this kind of literature, Uh, the cost in that time was like it's now for printed literature. The price of one copy was like it's now for printed literature. Like the price of a book? Because it was rather cheap, we paid only for typists and and paper, and there was no no salary for, for writers, no fee. So it was rather cheap. This book, it was a little over 100 crowns, between 100 and 200 crowns. It depended on some. How many pages? How many pages? Yes. And is there
0: a market for this stuff it, today? Or yeah. Today? Are there people interested in collecting this? Some
1: not? some people are collecting. Maybe it's it will be probably much more money today for one copy than in that time. But I have no idea what is. The what is the price of... Anything? So
0: typically they just looked like a printed... Uh, like a, an you essay that you would hand you in... Did,
1: it. You did see it, no? You didn't? Did you see it? I,
0: I haven't seen any any I yet, but...
1: Show it. Ah,
0: yeah, okay. Uh, so this, these were illegal then? It
2: was... You know, it was uh, very complicated, complicated to say it was illegal. It was illegal to... to type it, to... to to make the copies, but it and it was uh, it was illegal to to sell it, for instance. But it was not illegal for the author to make his copies. So, so, so the system was that it was pretended that uh, the writers were doing the copies for themselves.
0: Okay, two more questions.
1: Okay.
0: About collecting the padlock series. That's an important.
1: It was important. It was organized mostly by Ludwig Watzulik.
2: By Ludwig Watzulik.
1: He was uh, my colleague writer, mm. a very good writer. And he was organized this whole movement of Samizdat, mostly himself. It was his great merit among the people, because he really organized the circulation of this Samizdat perfectly. It was a great, great mission. He mm. devoted so much time.
0: Is he still alive or not?
1: No, no he died. He's, he was 66 years older than me.
0: I just want to quote from your take on, uh, kind of a funny take on Kafka.
1: Funny?
0: A funny uh, observation about Kafka. The, My? Um, yours, yeah. Funny yet.
1: observation, yes?
0: Here we are. Literary theorists, critics, and historians are used to moving in a world of ideas, and they express generalizations and then force their abstract world onto the writer they're studying. When they criticize the works of Franz Kafka, whose often dreamlike visions seduce one to ambiguous interpretations, a drastic discrepancy arose between Kafka's ideas yes. and theirs. So, what's your opinion and how does it differ from theirs?
1: He was uh, wonderful in, in writing some he has some ideas and he really uh, invented some suits for it and he incorporated corpora- uh, it uh, among the readers uh, Sorry, what uh, was that? circulated. Spread what? Spread his... it. The, 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 but, his idea, his writing, his, uh, his, his stories. But he's not, it was not his intention.
0: No, he wanted to have his friend burn or destroy all his work.
1: He, he was writing in a such special way. Mostly he discovered his dreams, his nightmares, his angst, strache angst. Mm-hmm. Yes. Angst is good. And because he's a great writer, so he he used very very efficient and very powerful pictures or met- metaphors. But it, he was really writing about his own feeling, his own suffering. I can say, his angst. He was afraid of women. I must say, he finds a picture for it, metaphor for it. He was, a, he was a great writer. He was a writer. He was not a philosopher.
0: Do you think he predicted the Holocaust?
1: No, I don't think so. That's what some people think. No, I, I read it that, uh, that it was. But it was not so difficult to predict it. something like Holocaust, because it was quite typical for relation between majority of society and Jews some persecution. It was sometimes very strong, sometimes light, anyway it was for the whole history of Jews. I
0: just want to finally quote from the uh, epilogue. You say, I believe that for almost my entire adult life I tried to behave like a free person. I wrote about the world not the way I was ordered to but the way I perceived and experienced it. So, you didn't feel any pressure from government, or if you did, you ignored that?
1: I felt some pressure from the side of the government, but it was quite a normal situation of of intellectuals and, and of many writers who were in some opposition. But it was... This pressure of pressure was much milder in sixties than in the fifties. In the beginning of they really arrested people, killed people uh, and then in the 60s it was milder. You could lose your profession but you could find some another profession, maybe a lower level. Anyway. So oppression in sixties was milder than in fifties. After studying less and under Khrushchev, it was everything was milder.
0: Just finally then could you tell us what there was one important message that you wanted to convey through your writing? Is it easy for you to define what you wanted to say to the world?
1: No, I cannot say it in one one sentence. I try to warn or to say that, that hatred is very dangerous in the relation between people. Hatred is dangerous in the relation between people. The novice. Hate. Hatred. I, I wrote a lot, uh, a lot about love, which is very important in the life of everybody of us.
0: What are you most proud of having written? The
1: book. Probably uh, I, I must accept my colleagues' critics, which, of course, each writer rather hates the critics. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, all of them proclaim that the best in my book is Love and Garbage. So I you
0: accept that.
1: More or less, maybe they are writing the most sophisticated novel in my writing just maybe judge on trial which is partly autobiographical in the beginning and then probably short stories according to some leading Swedish critic I am best in my short stories I don't know its truth but according to this Swedish critic yes
0: Great well thanks very much for talking to us about your life and and inviting me into your
1: no, no, it was lovely room. For me it was a pleasure. Thank you very much for your visit.